What is up, everyone? This is Ryan with the Sales Marketing Built for Podcast. Happy to have you on today. I am really, really looking forward to it. We're going to go over uh, something that I see that's a pattern in the marketplace where there's a lot of misguided information. And and I, I've lived through this and it, it helped me have a team of really unexperienced people go from getting, you know, having a million dollar a year to getting multi-million dollar deals. And so I just want to share that with you because I think it's highly, highly critical because what I'm seeing is the marketplace is confused in terms of how to scale up and how to make that big jump from SaaS deals that it may be, or it could be tech deals, or it could be any kind of solution sale of 40K and up. What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Staley, and you are listening to the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom Podcast, where we share with you the underground ninja skills and tactics the top sales and marketing leaders are using to create financial and lifestyle freedom. And the question that everybody is asking is, how do I create financial and lifestyle freedom for me? That is the question, and this show is the answer. What is up, everyone? This is Ryan Staley with the Sales and Marketing Build Freedom Podcast. Really happy to have you on today. We're going to go over the secret to going from multi-million dollar years to closing multi-million dollar deals. Okay. So it's really interesting because I've, I've been seeing this pop up a lot in forums. I've, I've seen it pop up in groups. I've seen it pop up just with customers that I'm working with to help them scale their revenue. And one of the, the common denominators that I'm seeing is when companies want to go from, let's say, you know, deals that are, are 10K, 20K, 40K, they want to start closing $100,000 deals, $200,000 deals, million dollar deals, $5 million, $10 million deals. There's a lot of misguided information and it's massively oversimplified. And when I say by oversimplified, simplification is huge because complexity is the enemy of execution, right? And, and so one of the things though that you'll see is that a lot of people just resort to a selling methodology. And there's great selling methodologies out there. And, and there's a lot of quality components. The one thing that I've seen, though, about selling methodologies is that they're incomplete. And so a lot of people will, will reference MedPick or they'll reference the Challenger sale or reference other methodologies that are really, really mainstream. But there's a couple of things that are missing. And so I'm going to share those with you today because this framework, what I'm going to share with you, helped close over $35,000, $500,000 plus deals with inexperienced reps and the deals went all the way from 500K all the way up to 20 million. Now, granted, this methodology also works with deals that are 50K, 100K and lower, but I just wanna tell you that it stood the test of time. It's worked with folks that didn't have tons of experience and there were patterns that we saw when we were working through all these deals when I led a team as a VP of sales to do this. Uh, And it really boiled down to three main things in terms of how you look at the customer and how you serve them Uh, because the sales process is going to be longer. Let's face it, the more the money is that they need to spend, the bigger the problem you need to solve, the bigger the problem is, the more people are involved, the more people are involved, the more that you have to persuade and gain alignment. So there's three main components. Let me go through them. The first is the strategy. And the strategy is, you know, I really look at it in two components of the strategy. You have the logical strategy and the emotional strategy. So the strategy based around a logic is really the buyer process, right? Not the selling process, not the sales process, the buyer process, right? The approval tiers, how to integrate with them cross-departmentally, like how to get finance 
ops and IT all aligned in terms of each meeting their own business objectives, their goals, and, and what they're required to accomplish, or as you might know, like a KPI. And so that's what it really classifies the logical component, right? So there needs to be an element focused on the logic so that you kind of check all the boxes for those areas. Now, the second one, and you don't really see this in the emotional, or I should say, you don't really see the emotional in the selling process, which is ironic because, or the selling methodologies, because a lot of times the emotional component is what drives, I don't know, it drives anywhere from 80 to 90% of decision-making because it's ingrained in our subconscious. And, you know, one of my mentors, Myron Golden, he always says, you know, the focus is in the head, in the eyes, what you focus on creates a feeling in the heart, which creates an action in the hands. And so, you know, logic is how people make decisions. Emotion is what creates action. And so the emotional strategy is really how to integrate up and down, let's say an organization, let's say you're selling a solution to a CIO, how to integrate with them, the director of IT, the VP of IT, the manager of IT, and then also how to do that across, right? And I know there's reference to developing a champion and having them sell your solution. That's not good enough anymore when you go up market and you're selling really, really big deals. That's a key component, but at the same time, you gotta not just look vertically, but then horizontally because it's not just a one-to-one -one relationship with you and that person. It's also orchestrating relationship dynamics or relationship um, cooperation between the different departments, right? So that facilitates getting um, people to agree, getting people to uh, push forward to the same goal, but connecting with them emotionally as a person. And then at the same time, really, really focusing write this down, on the emotional outcome they're going to get when you solve their problem, okay? The emotional outcome that they're going to get when you solve their problem, okay? So that's on the strategy side. The next step is the, the sales process, and that's where most folks start. I started specifically with the strategy because it's all about the customer first, and then it's about process second, how you align your process with the buying process. And so there's two main ways to do that. One is with the sales process. That's how you, you orchestrate your team. Or if you're a founder that's leading sales or a revenue leader, you know, how you drop your team into that process and really, really evaluate what's going right and what's going wrong at every step along the way. While in addition, gaining alignment and really, really basically leveling up the chances of success every single step that you make towards that outcome that you desire by giving your customer the outcome that they desire. So an example of that would be, you know, the, the first appointment, the demo, the discovery, the ROI, you know, meeting, the proposal meeting, the negotiation, and the close. Now that's a hyper simple example of what needs to happen. And really like aligning that with the buying process to make sure that it meets the customer's needs, but at the same time, you're moving everything forward. And that kind of takes me to the third point, which is really, really critical. And that's the execution, right? That's more the tactics. That's what you say, when you say it, and who you're going to say it to in every single one of those individual steps while accommodating and focusing on the logic and the emotional piece, right? How do you not just develop a strategy with that relationship logically and emotionally, okay? 
So the execution, so what questions do you ask at each point? What problems are you solving at each point? And how do you gain momentum by gaining, and I should say that I use gain twice. How do you gain, how do you gain momentum by continuously upgrading your knowledge and visibility of how they think and what motivates them? And then combining that and getting a synergistic effect or group momentum of everyone pushing forward. So at the same time, you got to look at what problem you're solving uh, at each point and how your solution is going to align with that, you refine and adjust. The other thing that you really, really want to do during execution is find out who the competition is. And there's two types of competition. There's, there's basically the competition of doing nothing. And then there's a the competition of competing priorities. I'm sorry, there's three. And then there's a the competition of literally other companies. So not doing anything, priorities, and priorities is like mind share, and then other companies, right? Um, last but not least with execution, what you want to do is control and strategically accelerate the speed of the sales process. Um, why that's really critical is because think about it. If it takes you 12 months to close a deal and by fine tuning things, it would only take you six months. Literally with the same amount of people, you could get twice the amount of revenue. Think about that, right? You don't need to add any additional staff. If you just cut the sales cycle in half, you're going to get twice as many customers. If you're doing 2 million, you're going to do 4 million without adding any staff. And how amazing would that be? Okay. So those are really the three main categories that I'd encourage you to look at when you're framing it up. A lot of people start with strategy or attack, or I should say, a lot of people start with tactics, right? And they, that's the wrong way to do it. You have to start from, from the big picture and then scope down to the minor details. If you start with the minor details, you're going to have a, you're you're gonna have uh, basically it's it's kind of like your mind is gonna be on a treadmill all the time, and then you're gonna have to keep jumping from treadmill to treadmill, and then keep track of juggling balls at the same time, while also eating, drinking, talking. It's just it's chaos. And so I'm trying to help you get out of that. So think about it. Once again, just to summarize it and kind of bring a bow on it, right? Strategy, and that's emotional and logical. That's the customer facing, that's all about them. Then process, how do you align that with how your customer orchestrates that movement and what's gonna serve them while also evaluating your team and the efficiency and the effectiveness, right? And then the third is execution. What are the questions you ask at each point? What are the problems you solve? And how do you control it and accelerate the deal so that you can exponentially create more momentum versus inertia? So. Anyways, hope this was helpful for you today. I see this coming up all the time and this should be a really quick framework in terms of a lens that you can look things through and let me know if you have any questions. Um, I'm also going to have a quick link. If, if you need help with something like this, just book a call. Book a call with me and I, I thrive on helping people with this. Um, and I also help organizations do the same things. So just, just book a call, there'll be a link in the show notes. However, I am really happy and excited and appreciative of you. And thank you for spending the time with me and have a great week. Thank you for spending the time with me today. I know that time is one of the most valuable resources. So I truly honor and appreciate 
you coming along this journey with me. One of the things that I wanna ask you is if you really truly enjoyed this and know someone that this can make an impact on, please share this episode with them. If you're on a journey for financial and lifestyle freedom, it is always exponentially better if we're building a tribe with like-minded people who are on the same journey. In addition, I have an amazing PDF for you that could be career changing in terms of the content. Essentially what it is are the top 10 questions that every big customer is asking behind closed doors that no one is telling you about. I'll put a link for it in the show notes. So check it out. It's my free gift for you for being a part of this launch and being a part of this journey with me. And I hope to see you soon.